from Los Angeles, California. This is the Writer's Strike Chronicles, and I'm Tanya Barnes. Hello, everybody. Today is Sunday, February 17th, 2008. In today's episode, I continue with a series of recordings made last week when the membership of the Writers Guild of America voted to lift the restraining order and end the strike while the proposed contract is pending ratification or rejection. Today, I catch up with writer and strike captain Brian Hart, a former guest on the podcast, and writer Catherine Humphreys. We'll begin with Brian Hart. Let's roll sound. Uh, Brian Hart, and I'm here to vote to uh, lift or not lift the strike. Would you care to share with me how you're going to vote? I'm going to keep it to myself okay, for now. Very good. Okay. Were you there on Saturday night? Yes, I was. And can you describe the mood and the uh, the experience? The mood was uh, the mood was really uh, it was great in terms of uh, being a union. People got to voice their opinions, and uh, it was incredibly democratic, enthusiastic, and uh, the board and the negotiating committee, well, especially Patrick, David, and uh, John. I thought were fantastic. They uh, represented us very well and answered every single question, stayed till the end. Are you ready to go back to work? I'm ready to go back to pitching to get a job. Okay. That's what I'm ready. That's what I'm, I was, I didn't have a job before the strike, so I'm back to uh, reacquainting myself with my ideas. Okay. Oh, wow. So it was all completely pencils down for you. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know you're a strike captain. Was there any silver lining from that experience? Well, uh, becoming more involved in the guild and, and understanding how this works and being part of a guild is it means a lot more to me now than it did beforehand. Uh, I think uh, I think so many people now really have an investment in this guild, and uh, there's a lot of mail that used to go out that people just didn't open, and I think everybody will be opening their mail now, and there's a unity that, that I, I've never experienced before. Just curious, what got you in the guild? Uh, I believe it was the John Stewart show okay. years ago. How long ago? Uh, it was like 14 years ago. Okay. About 14 years ago. So this is really is your, your biggest strike action. You weren't there around in 88. I wasn't there in 88. Okay. Right. Uh, any advice in 20 years from now when it's possible that disruptive technologies will fuck up the way we do business and create entertainment? Any advice? for your future brothers and sisters on the line? I think just follow those moments in history where people weren't thinking of themselves. They were thinking of the future and thinking of the life and the uh, strength of the guild. Things that were done for us in the 60s and, the, yeah. and you know, yeah. way back, you know, it's just, you, you look at these people who really sacrificed for for us right now and, and you know, it's each time you go out and you do something like this, uh, uh, it's not done easily. There was a lot of heavy hearts that said, okay, we're going to go out on strike. But we knew that we had to do this for us and for future generations. And that's what a guild is. Throw it to SAG. What does SAG have to keep in mind in the next couple months? Just keep an eye on what you want. That's really what this is all about. You, you, you have things that you want and things that you need. And, and you need to come out of something like this feeling good for uh, the people that you represent. And I'm sure... Alan Rosenberg will do that. He's a great leader. Last question as we wrap this up. For a healthy democracy, for artists and writers, what is a more powerful invention, the internet or the printing press, legacy notwithstanding? Uh, maybe the internet is the newest version of the printing press. The printing press has been touted as the greatest invention of all time. That's hard to argue. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, thanks. Well, I think I 
That was Brian Hart in front of the Writers Guild Theater. We'll conclude today's episode with Katherine Humphreys. Here we go. Uh, my name is Katherine Humphress, uh-huh. and um, I write on a TV show called Supernatural. So have you been on the line every day? Yeah, pretty much. What got you in the guild? Um, Supernatural, actually. Oh. It was my first, uh, I, my first. Uh, well, I guess I had sold one thing prior, and then I did a freelance for Supernatural. I was a writer's assistant, and then I've been on the writing staff. Um, this is my second season. Okay, so you've been in the guild for how long? I guess a, co- a year and a half or two years. Okay, so- what's your striking experience been like? I mean, I have to say, on the whole, for me personally, it's been a pretty positive experience. I was incredibly lucky in that I knew I had a job to go back to, and I was in a financial position to be able to withstand it. So I just tried to look at it as positively as I could and get out on the lines every day and meet new people. And I tried to talk to as many people as I could about our issues and and try to make sure people were informed. you know. And and obviously, I wanted it to end as quickly as it possibly could because so many people were affected badly. Okay. So how do you feel about the contract? I think that it's a good start. I think that we got, um, I think that the goal was to establish minimums over the internet to show that we were going to have jurisdiction over any projects on the internet and to make sure the principle of if the companies get paid, we get paid was upheld. And I think that we got all that. You know, I I think it's not a perfect deal. There's things I wish were different. And I think that we're going to have to fight really hard for our next contract to make sure that it continues to progress and um, that the sort of things we started to get pay off in the end. But I think it's a really good start. Well, do you have any advice for SAG as they go up for their contract? I think stay unified. I mean, I don't know how. I, I, I've been really impressed with our leadership and how candid they've been. Um, I was really happy the way even this process has happened, that we got a chance to vote both on lifting the strike and on, the, the, I mean, obviously the contract. But I really like the way that they're doing it so that we have 48 hours to vote on this part and then we'll get the full day, 10 days to consider the contract. So I think the leadership just really needs to stay in contact with the members. And, you know, Patrick Barone would come out to the lines. I saw him out at Warner Brothers like a fair amount of time and our negotiating committee and our board of directors were very involved and stayed in contact. The strike captain system worked really, really well. Okay. So. Um, care to share with me how you're going to vote and how you did vote today? Um, I guess so. I voted today um, to lift the strike. Okay. Um, and I'm going to vote to ratify the contract. Okay. Do you have union experience in your family or in the past? No, this was my first experience. I mean, it's been really interesting because I've never been part of a union before. I've never, I mean, I've, I've marched in a couple, like, anti-war yeah. marches and stuff, but I've never picketed. I've never really had any of these experiences. And, you know, it's been really amazing to be a part of a group that's been so unified and that I feel like is standing up for a really important principle. It, overall, for me personally, it's been a good experience. And I'm, I'm glad it's ending when it is and we can all get back to work. Okay. Any advice for um, 20 years from now when your brothers and sisters strike again for some unknown disruptive technology? Well, I hope they don't have to. I hope that this strike helps to guarantee the future. Nice. But, you know, I think that if that happens, again, it's just it's really important to just stay in communication with your leaders and to be able to have as much of a democratic process as possible. I mean, obviously not everyone in this union is going to agree, but as long as we get a chance for all of us to have our voices heard and our opinions heard, um, I think that that's really the best that you can do. Final question as we wrap this up. What is the more powerful invention for healthy democracy and for art and expression? Legacy notwithstanding, that means stand alone. What is the more powerful invention, the internet or the printing press? Wow, that's a good question. Um, I don't know. I mean, it wouldn't have started without the printing press. So I think the internet... It's still such a question as to, like, where that's going to take us in the future. I mean, it certainly is the future. 
I think. Okay. That's why I said Lego Xenon was Dan. Yeah, okay. sorry. It's a hard question to answer. I, I mean, I, they're so intertwined. I, I think, you know, I don't know. It's, it's very hard to imagine the world today without either one of them. So yeah. we're just lucky to be living in the time we're living in. I can't say at all what the future is going to look like. And that's kind of scary, kind of exciting. Okay. Thank you very much for your time. Sure. Thank you. You have been listening to the Rider Strike Chronicle podcast, available for free through iTunes. For more information, visit us at www.strikechronicles.com. To contact us, please call 310-439-8754 or send us an email at info at strikechronicles.com.